Hi folks, thank you again for coming on to Back to Basics for Season 3. Today we're going to speak with Suzanne Margaruga and we're going to find out what she's all about. She's going to tell us what profit is to her and what profit should be for everyone here. So that's what we're going to go and talk about, which is profits. And guys, as usual, let's go and speak with our guest today and let's get on to Back to Basics. See you there. Hi, my name is Suzanne Morega, and I had the funnest time on Garisha's show, Back to Basics. Um, you know, whenever you're you're being a, a guest on a podcast, you never know what the host is going to ask. But he was extremely welcoming, um, and his his and extremely just um, just a really great host that that made me feel comfortable. That asked amazing questions, and we really had a great time. And um, I am so glad that I did it. And um, you know, definitely. If you get the opportunity to be on his show, Back to Basics, definitely take it. It is an amazing and fun opportunity. Hi, folks. Thank you again for coming on to Back to Basics, another Back to Basics. We're almost, almost done with Back to Basics. And here's another episode for Back to Basics. We are talking to Susan, as I've mentioned on the intro. Now, all the details that I've talked about in intro, why don't we just do this stop talking to me right now and let's talk to our guest to get to know her better because you know honestly i'm more excited than you are because it seems like i've kind of stalked her nicely on all the social medias and this is the place to be on back to basics so susan how are you and thank you for coming to back to basics well thank you for having me i'm excited to be here for back to basics <laughs> thank you thank you again so before we start the details about who you are and what you are and why you are what does back to basic mean to you? So really, it's about getting to the things that count, right? Having no fluff and getting the results that we want. Yeah, that's it. That's as basic as that, isn't it? It is. <laughs> and that's what we need in business, right? Basics. Thanks. That's right. That's right. Thank you. Thank you again for uh, coming here onto my circle and my community, uh, you know, and, and it's great to have you here. Thank you know, you l- let me just ask you this. I know that the trending item nowadays that we're talking about is profit, profit, and profit, right? But no one really gets there. Everyone just goes down, down tank. I mean, that's just reality. It is a truth. But how do we make ourselves more profitable uh, from a person point of view, from a money's point of view, from a, a product that you're selling? I mean, there's a lot of questions in there, isn't there? So why don't we just go one by one on that? What are your thoughts on that? So first of all, I think it's just like the title of your podcast, right? With with Back to Basics, it's it's about figuring out what's important to you, what really matters, and then reverse engineering the, the outcome, right? Yeah. Um, for example, if profitability is important to you and, and you want to focus on that, you know, a lot of times, you know, and we're taught in school, what's that accounting equation? Revenue minus expenses equals profit, right? That's that's what we're taught. And the problem with that is that it teaches us as entrepreneurs to focus on sales, sell, 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 drop your prices as, as much as you can so you can compete with your competitor, then be responsible, pay your bills, and then profit will be left over. And unfortunately, just like the SBA says, where 80% of businesses close, within that five years, it's, it, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And so instead let's focus on what we want. Let's focus on the things that matter. 
if I want more profit, then I need to make that happen. And, and we use that through a method called Profit First. That's a book that's written by Mike Michalowicz. And it's about creating intentional profitability, right? And we do that through bank accounts. So we create a bank account specifically for profit, meaning that we are going to transfer money and as soon as we collect money twice a month into that profit account. So we are funding our profit first, literally making that intentional. Mm. Same thing with time. You want more time, then you have to create that 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 calendar, right? You have to block off the time that you need. That's personal time. Same way with profit. We, we create, we re-engineer those results by creating controls and processes to create those outcomes. Mm. So let's step back a little. When we talk about uh, having bank accounts and having so from a layman person, what does that usually mean? Does that mean that I need to have five accounts in order to come up with a profit that, oh, it kind of looks good from last week and this week I'm looking a lot better? Is that how we should be looking at or is it a different angle? So at Profit First, what happens is we create intentional profitability. And, and I love you've done your homework on those five bank accounts. That's so amazing. But you're exactly right. There's five bank accounts. So the first bank account is the income account. And that's the account that we're going to make all of our collections in. So when that customer pays you, that money gets deposited into this income account. Then we have a profit account, right? Because we are making profit intentional. We're talking profit first today. So you're going to fund that profit account. The next account that you're going to fund is the owner's pay account. And that owner's pay account, that's that's what you receive for really being an employee of your own company, right? I always say if you disappeared tomorrow, that company would stop running, right? And so we want to fund that owner's pay account first. The next thing we want to do is we're going to fund an account called tax. And everybody's like, oh, not taxes, but yes, taxes. You know, if you don't fund that tax account, you will not be prepared at tax time. So we are going to go ahead and fund that tax account. And then the last account, after we funded our profit, after we funded our owner's pay, after we funded our our, our tax account, it's going to be operating expenses. And that's going to be where we're going to put every single thing that's left over into the OPEX account. And that's where we're going to spend for our rent. That's where we're going to pay for our utilities. That's where we're going to decide, do I need that newest and latest, greatest office space or that latest and greatest iPhone, right? <laughs> that, that's where we're going to make those decisions from. And so literally what we're doing is twice a month, we're transferring to that account. Now, a lot of people ask me, like, how do I know how much to transfer to those accounts, right? And and what I would say is, I'm, I'm going to give this to you too for your, for your podcast, for your guests, is I'm going to give you a downloadable table. And it's going to show you what a healthy company looks like from a common size percentage standpoint. And what that means is based upon a company of that size, what is what is the profit as a percent of revenue? What is the owner's salary as a percent of revenue? What is the operating expenses as a percent of revenue? And then you'll be able to figure out how much do you need to transfer at any given time. Mm. So uh, th thank you again for that. You know, people... You see, you're talking from a business point of view. How about from a consumer point of view? Because consumers will not have businesses. They will not have LLC. Well, we want them to, right? But the thing is that a lot of people, a lot of Americans, they don't have those. So how do we talk like that to the consumer way? What are your thoughts on that part? So, you know, my husband, um, he's a geologist and he okay. read my book, Profit First for Minority Business Enterprises, and he loved it. And he loved it because he's like, you know, I can do this in my personal life. I can intentionally create intentional 
retirement account, right? Through my 401k at work where I'm having a specific amount of my money that's allocated to that. And by the way, great tax strategy there. Or I can create intentional savings, right? I can go ahead and say, I want $500 a month going to my Fidelity account. And so what you're doing is you're intentionally making those savings to put away for the future, right? For that future you, when you're ready to like retire or go off to that island, you can make those intentional decisions to do that. You know, if you have a vacation that you want to go on, right? You can make those, I, I make like monthly transfers to my vacation account, right? Because I want to enjoy my summer and, and know exactly that it's funded when it happens. So you can actually apply the same principles in your personal life also. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you again for explaining that because I, I want people to understand that it it's, it is different, but it's kind of the same, isn't it? Because you're, you're dividing all those hundreds or $5 all the way down to a thousand bucks in different, different divisions of accounts to make yourself a better, uh, or I should say comfort life as they usually say, is that, is that right? You think? Absolutely. Absolutely. You are funding the things that matter to you, right? The things that are important to you, the things that you want to do and accomplish in your life. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you again for that. You know, let's say people, they retire back in the seventies. Okay. And now we're talking 2023 right now, right? Back in the seventies, I think the million dollars was enough. Today, I don't think a million dollars is enough. I think it's much, much more. So now the question is, do we follow millions of dollars out of retirement or the comfort zone of what you want the retirement to be? And, you know, that's a really good question because retirement means so many different things to so many different people, right? Mm. You know, we've got that fire movement that's happening now where people are like, you know, financial independence, retire early. And and they're figuring out, you know, how much do I need to retire or how much do I need to do to live in order to do what I want in life, right? Maybe mm. that's not fully retiring. Maybe that's like becoming an artist, but, but knowing that you have that reserve that's mm. available to be able to, you know, not be on the street one day, right? With that. And so really, you know, I think that retirement, it means different things to different people, right? Because some of us, you know, we want to just do what we want to do for the rest of our life. Maybe not completely disappear off the globe or, or just play golf for the rest of our life. So knowing what, you know, what are those minimum expenses that you need to have in order to maintain that lifestyle? How much cash flow does that need to be? Hmm. And understanding too that investments, they have highs and lows, right? They hmm. go up and they go down. You know, maybe now you're not getting that return on investment that you were getting two years ago. Hmm. And so you have to prepare for that also. And and depending on the age of the person, you know, maybe, maybe you have a hobby that generates income and hmm. maybe that's the fun money, right? Right. Um, that, that it can allow you to float that retirement at whatever age you are. So it's just kind of depending on where you are personally to really make that adjustment for yourself. Thank you again. Uh, so let's step uh, away from that for a few minutes. Let me ask you, what's your retirement fund? <laughs> so, you know, my retirement fund, tell me what you mean by that. Like dollar amount well, or what do you, what do we mean? <laughs> it could be anything really. Right. Because I mean, it could be comfort. It could be money. It could be where you want to end up, really? So, you know, I'll tell you our story. You know, my husband and I, we did some really smart things early. You know, one of the first things that we did when we got married was we bought our house. And one of our goals was to pay that house off as soon as possible. Mm. And and we did that. We, we literally 
you know, we made those extra payments and I think we paid off our house in 10 years. And we were like high-fiving ourselves because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like the first Christmas, like, like I can't believe I own a piece of property in this world, you know? Mm. So that was one of the greatest things that we did because it allows us to live mortgage-free. And if your mortgage is a couple thousand a month or 3000 a month, you know, or more, you know, that's, that's significant money that you can put away, which is extremely helpful. Mm. One of the other things that I did was in addition to maxing out my 401ks, right. Um, I also funded our retirement accounts, right. And, and they weren't necessarily traditional retirement accounts, you know, because at some point as your income improves, you're, you're going to max out to be able to do that, mm. you know, that, that IRA, that type of thing or Roth. But if you mm. do have the ability to do an IRA, which has a tax benefit or a Roth IRA, which is after tax, but that means you can draw it out later on, definitely take advantage of that. Um, but being a two income household, you know, we looked at traditional investments, you know, like your, your S and P 500, that type of thing. And, and we put away a fixed amount every single month and, you know, we caught it in the highs, we caught it in the lows, right? We, we dollar cost average that. And, and what it did was, you know, it allows me at my age to be able to do what I want to do, you know, to not be trapped into anything in particular, because, mm. you know, we were able to build up enough savings to be able to retire at pretty young ages. So it's just a matter of, you know, everyone is looking for this glamorous thing. Mm, of course. And I'll tell you this, I always tell you, the guy that's driving the nice car, he's probably broke. <laughs> you know, um, my, my Hondas are paid off. Um, and, and they, and we, we drive them till they die, you know? So it's about making those lifestyle decisions to really look at the future versus that instant gratification. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you again. And that's your profit, isn't it? I mean, I mean, that's your life uh, project uh, itself. Uh, so thank you again for that. You know, there, there's a lot of couples and we're not going to go and judge any, any couple at all. Uh, this is just a, a, a report that I saw. There's a lot of couples who don't like to talk about money, okay? And it's a fact because I think it's a personal thing. Um, but when one spouse is ready to go and speak it out, right, the other person becomes a little defensive. So how do we make the profit talk into a comfort talk? Does that make sense? Mm. So I think it starts with sharing what your dreams are you know, and, and saying, you know, these are the things that I want in my life and, and the vision that I see you having, you know, I told my husband, you know, I have this vision of us with our feet up in Cape town with like, you know, looking out at, at, at looking at ocean waves, you know, and, and suddenly he got excited, you know, really, yeah. <laughs> are we doing this? And, and it's about really creating the, the vision for each other. Right. Mm. And including each other in that vision. And then, you know, starting to work together. Now, sometimes, you know, the reality is couples aren't able to work together financially, that that happens. And it's it's so funny because even when that happens, you start to see people are like, I think it's people we actually have more in common than we think we do. Mm. Because even in those situations, you'll still see like the spouses, even though they're not working together, achieving the same thing. And so many of these cases, they married each other for a reason, right? Um, but, you know, just, just start to build for that dream. If you can do it together and put away together and get in line with that budget together, that is wonderful. Um, and if you can't, you may have to do it on your own for a while. Hmm, that's okay. But thank you again for that. Because, you know, sometimes you might have to have a lonely road, which is totally fine. But if you get to your goal, that's all that matters, right? Uh, but sometimes we do need a second eye. And that's one of the reasons why I asked this question. You know, uh, uh, Susan, we came up with a new segment for Back to Basic for season three, which is the rapid fire round. 
in this rapid fire round, have some words or sentences, whatever it is, whatever pops in your head, we'll just go from there. How about that? Let's do it. Okay. Are you scared? I think you're scared. I am scared. I am scared to death. <laughs> okay. okay. So the, the first word is going to be profit. I'm going to say that is happiness because, you know, I, I talk profit first. So, okay. Uh, how about profit first? Ooh, goals. Goals. How about book? Learning. Podcast. Entertainment. <laughs> matters. You said matters? Matters, yeah. Matters. Important. Time management. Structure. Income. Security. Comfortability. Hmm. At peace. Sal I probably said two words. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Salary. Dependability. Okay. Taxes. Boy. <laughs> hey, nobody gets excited about taxes, even a tax accountant. <laughs> uh, that is true. That is true. Uh, Retirement. Happiness. Goal. Goal. Okay. If you had a choice between uh, a Ferrari versus a Maserati, which one would you pick? You know, I always wanted to ride in a, a Ferrari. So that is a pretty hot car. Okay. So that's the answer. If you want a regular gas car versus electrical, which one would you pick? Now we're in the future. <laughs> now I'll take the gas one. Okay. <laughs> uh, small business. Just a word. Just a word. Innovation. Or, or, okay. Innovation. Okay. Big business. Clunky. Okay. Entrepreneurship. Opportunities. Business owners. Creativity. Okay. Uh, the last two is going to be Suzanne. Mariga. No. <laughs> you popped out on that one. Okay. Okay. And the last one is going to be uh, back to basics. Back to basics. Start. Oh, cool. Thank you so much for playing the, the rapid fire on. Hopefully I didn't really stomp you on uh, and challenge you a lot. <laughs> you know, uh, Suzanne, let me ask you this. When, when you started this book, um, profit was not the very first title came in your mind, did it? Or did it? No, no, absolutely not. Okay. So if not profit first, then which one would have been? So, you know, this one, as a book, it was about changing your legacy was what it was about for me. It was about, you know, when I and I wrote Profit First Minority Business Enterprises, it was the book that I would want my kids to stumble upon if I was mm. no longer there to guide them. Mm. And I think a lot of times as business owners, um, especially minority businesses, you know, we're the first ones in our generation to do what we do, right? We're the first ones to... Um, 
you know, graduate from college in some cases, you know, yeah. we're the first ones to start a business. And if we're going to run it, the first one to run a successful business. And, you know, I remember when I graduated from college, I graduated from Ohio State University. And I remember my aunts came down and, and they were just so excited. And I was like, I didn't graduate from like Harvard, but they were so excited because it met a change in legacy from them, you know, a change from a history of sharecropping and, 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 you know, pretty much working, working for the man, as we call it, you know, and now, you know, there was this opportunity that we'd never seen in our family line. And, and I think that, you know, entrepreneurship is a way of really, really creating your destiny is, is really what it does. But it's not necessarily an intrinsic thing, right? What's back to basics, what's basic isn't necessarily known. And so I wrote this book because at the end of the day, when we create jobs in underserved communities and we create jobs and um, for people that would not have opportunities, we change not only our lives, but we change their children's lives and our communities and we, we change our communities. Mm. And so that's the reason why I wrote Profit First for Minority Business Enterprises. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for explaining that. You know, if your second book comes up, I think it would be Profits for Legacies or Legacies Thank for Profit. So hopefully Ooh, that'll yeah. come up and hopefully we'll come back here. Uh, yeah. You know, the, because I, I came up with this. <laughs> I love it. It's a brilliant idea. Awesome. Uh, so thank you again for that. You know, sometimes we don't understand whatever profits are in life. In money, we it's very simple. Minus, plus, whatever it is, right? But when it comes to life, there's no we don't know what profits are. So how do we how do we make our decisions to be a better person uh, in life? Because we're coming to a lot of layoffs lately and that is a trending item now. So how do we explain to people that there is a light under the, you know, at the end of the tunnel, you know, which is profits. What are your thoughts on that? Right. And, and it's hard. I, I get it. You know, I think that, you know, our country is in a time of great shift really that that's happening right now, whether it be a moral shift, um, economic shift, it, it, it's, it's in a, a, a time of flux and change. And, and it can be scary. It can be scary for anybody when we don't know tomorrow. And, and the reality is, I think that it's something that, you know, as we get older, we, we kind of go through those shifts. So we kind of know that it's going to be okay. In the long run, you know, there's probably a, a spiritual component too of knowing that, and faith that we'll be taken care of. Mm. Um, but it's, it's first of all, knowing that just being, learning to be grateful for where you are at this particular moment. I remember like a year ago, um, I traveled back to Ohio cause I grew up in Ohio and I had gotten a call that my dad was in the hospital and, um, you know, they said that he had had heart failure, fluid around his heart. And, um, you know, and, and I just wanted what the only thing I wanted to do was to get back to Ohio and see him. Mm. And I remember we stopped in Arkansas because we had started our drive pretty late that night and mm. we stayed over in Arkansas. And I woke up that next morning and I said, you know what? I am happy. I'm happy because my kids are in the next bed from me. Mm. My dad is alive. And I really love that leather handbag that's like on my dresser drawer. <laughs> and so it's, it's about being grateful in that moment of, no matter what's happening, what can you be grateful for right now? Mm. And really just standing in that space and being happy with that day. Mm. Yeah. Thank you again. And and you, you can be honest. It's okay. The leather bag was more important than anything else. <laughs> the leather bag was a cherry on top because it was a really nice leather bag. 
I just want to make sure we get our priorities right, the basics right, you know. The... So thank you. I could probably live without a leather bag. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Thank you again for for being a sport on being on uh, back to basics and sharing the small nuggets that you have shared about the profits and losses. I mean, we've talked nothing about losses, but I think people they get the idea that we are promoting profits versus losses because we want everyone to do well at the end of the day right uh, so but suzanne before you leave today do you have any last words to all my back to basic listeners and viewers and how is your journey on back to basics too on top of that so you know one of the things i would say always keep in mind is you know as simon Siddick says you know what does winning look like for you and and winning looks like different things for different people, right? It's for some people, it's it's having these major enterprises. For some people, it's having their family around them and, and their small community. And that's absolutely okay. But it really starts with looking at what does winning look like for you and and then starting to create from there, starting to take the next best step to get you to where you're going to go. Yeah, thank you. Thank you again for coming here. And uh, hopefully you like the, the back to basics of, uh, you know, of the podcast. And, and I'm very, very honored for you to be here. Uh, because it, it seems like I've already stalked you nicely on social medias. And I think I've known you well enough to be a good friend. And hopefully you and I we can be good friends offline. So thank you again for being here and supporting me. Well, thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you again. So guys, we spoke with our guest today, didn't we? And we talked about profits. We didn't talk about losses at all because you know what? That's not fun. The fun thing is profits. We always like money. We always like happiness. We always like leather bag on the table. I mean, that's what she said too. Now, as usual, as always, there's a quote of the day from Back to Basics and hopefully my guest will like the quote. Growth and profit are a product of how people work together. You know, honestly speaking, the profits are with family. That's my profit. The profits are the people you work with. That's a profit. If you're an entrepreneur, you're definitely a lone wolf. But then if you build a team, that becomes a profit, doesn't it? So that's what we're trying to promote. We're trying to promote profit as much as you can. Guys, as usual, as always, what do we always say at the end of the episode? Everything in life goes back to basics. And that's what we did today, guys. Guys, take care. God bless. And I will see you next time on back to basics how did you like that oh it was fun thank you you're a great host thank you i try <laughs> i try i try <laughs> well you definitely keep the conversation fun i thank i can you. say that thank you thank you I mean, hi guys thank you again for tuning in to back to basics and listening to the the excellent uh, episode that we had today with our guest you know, with your love and support, we do need you to at least rate our show, review our show, because it does make us stronger day by day, week by week, as I usually say on my episodes. And there are three things in this episode that it makes a hit for me, which is the content, the guest, and definitely the host. So guys, take care. God bless. And remember, everything in life goes back to basics. And that's what we did today, guys. Guys, take care. God bless. And see you next time on Back to Basics.